Hello, this is Daniel Vianzi of Wrestling, TV Shows, Sports, and Movies. I'm going to, um, start, instead of continue, okay, I'm going to, instead of continuing talking about Wild vs. Nitro, I'm going to talk about pay-per-views, specifically... WrestleMania, and I get to talk about the first three because the fourth one happened on the same night the first Clash of the Champions happened. So I want to talk about the difference between those two. Yes, ma'am. So let's talk about the three of WrestleMania if, if I can. And I thought, even from the first one, I thought that made it look, they made it, uh, WrestleMania appear to be, to look like the, um, their WrestleMania, their, their World Series or their Super Bowl or their NBA Finals or their, um, World Series or I've already said World Series. They are there, but the biggest event of the year. So, that's what I love about looking back at those, as you can see that just by the, uh, just by how it looked. First, first WrestleMania started off with uh, Tito Santana making the executioner submit. 4 minutes and 50 seconds. 23 seconds. King Kong Bundy hit, the av hit Avalanche on Special Delivery Jones. And uh, then pinned him for the for the infamous five count they used to use for him. Ricky Steamboat defeated Matt Bourne. Four minutes and 38 seconds. Bruce Beefcake with Johnny Valiant in his corner. And against David San Martino with his dad Bruno in his corner. That ended in a double DQ at 11 minutes and 44 seconds. For the Intercontinental title... Um, Junkyard Dog defeated champion Greg Valentine with Jimmy Horton in his corner by countout. So that's how Jay White, that's how Greg Valentine kept the title. Also, King Gung Bundy had Jimmy Horton in his corner. Hmm. Really see how, really see how different it was just by all the people that had managers in this pay-per-view. The Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov had Freddie Blassie, whereas the U.S. Express had Captain Lou Albano. By the way, they were going against each other next in the tag team. The 
the tag team titles. Six minutes and fifty six seconds. One half of the uh un Americans as they would be called today. He had Mike Rotunda over the back over the back of the neck with Nick with Freddie Blassie's cane to win the World Tag Team titles. Andre the Giant body slam big John Stud. Five minutes and fifty four seconds to win the body slam challenge for fifteen thousand dollars. Wendy Richter with Cindy Lauper defeated Lalani Kai at six minutes and twelve seconds to win the women's title. And Lalani Kai had the greatest women's champion in the history of the WWF, Fabulous Lua, in her corner. So, so yeah, even Fabulous Moolah and Cindy Lauper, one a one a wrestling legend, and the other one a a mu just a singing artist. Just being in their corner made made them a manager of sorts. So yeah, it's a very different time. In the main event with Muhammad Ali as the first ever what we call. Um, special guest enforcer, because he, he was referee outside, so he was, they didn't use this normally, like a regular occurrence until the 2000s, but this was the first time they had an outside referee who was a special guest outside referee, and that was Muhammad Ali. And Pat Patterson was a special inside referee. And at 13 minutes and 24 seconds, or actually 13 minutes and 21 seconds, Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. jumped off the top rope, meant to hit Hogan with his cast that was on his arm. I don't really know if he needed it to be on his arm or not. The... The uh the running storyline at the time was that he possibly injured it, but we think it was an excuse just to cheat. He jumped off hit um Paul Orndorff in the back of the neck as Hogan was turning around with him, trying to get out of the uh the old fashioned uh full Nelson that Orndorff had him in and he turned around, as he was turning around trying to get out of it, here come Bob Orton Jr. He hits, um, Paul Orndorff over the neck with it, knocks him out. Hogan makes the pinfall at 13, at that time, and the three, then at 13 minutes and 24 seconds, it's over. That was the first, um, pay-per-view. His first one, and as a result of that, for a short time, they turned Paul Orndorff into a babyface. I'm not going to talk about the next pay-per-view, but I will talk about the next WrestleMania. The celebrities were Ray Charles singing the uh, America the Beautiful. 
and there were celebrity guests in the um sitting down at ringside. Cab Calloway, Daryl Dawkins, G. Gordon Liddy, Joan Rivers, Joe Frazier, Lou Duva, Herb, and Suzanne St. James. By the way, Joe Frazier was a special guest referee in, I believe, the third Starcade between Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. And if it wasn't the third, it was the second Starcade. So this is like his second time appearing at a at a big event for wrestling. And also, um, I'm sorry, they, I said sitting down, uh, some of the, they had some, they had some celebrities on, appear on the Wrestlemania and, as, um, as a part of the show. The Gazi Osborne went out with the Heart Foundation or British Bulldogs. Dick Budkiss, um, and William the Refrigerator Perry were in a, um, were in a battle royal along with some other, um, NFL players and WWF wrestlers at the time. So, also there were Ernie Holmes, Clara Peller, Ed Jones, Bill Fralick, Ernie Holmes, Harvey Martin, Jim Covert, Russ Francis, and Kathy Lee Crosby. Also, that was on, that was on, um, the Chicago uh, segment of WrestleMania 2. On Los Angeles segment, celebrity guests were Ricky Schroeder, Robert Conrad, Tommy Lasorda, and Elvira. So, I'm going to go to the results. The Nassau Coliseum. Magnificent Morocco and Paul Orndorff fought to a double countout. Randy Savage defeated George Animal Steel to keep the Intercontinental title. Jake Roberts defeated George Wells after hitting him with the DDT. Mr. T had Haiti Kid and Joe Frazier in his corner to go against Roddy Piper in a boxing match. And Mr. T won by disqualification when Roddy Piper body slammed him. In 13 minutes and 14 seconds. Okay, the Rosemont Horizon, Fabulous Mula defeated Velvet McIntyre to keep the women's title. In a flag match, Corporal Kirchner defeated Nikolai Volkov. Andre the Giant won the NFL versus WWF Battle Royal by last eliminating Bret Hart. And the British Bulldog with not just uh, Lou Albano but also Ozzy Osbourne defeated the Dream Team with Johnny Valiant. And the Dream Team comprised of Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Greg Valentine. And their manager was Johnny Valiant. 
British Bulldogs beat them to win the World Tag Team titles. And in the Los Angeles um, portion of the event, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat defeated Hercules Hernandez. Adrian Adonis, with Jimmy Horton in his corner, defeated Uncle Elmer. And Hoss, which is really Roy Funk Jr., and his brother Terry Funk defeated, with Jimmy Horton in their corner, by the way, defeated Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana. And in a steel cage match for the World Heavyweight Championship, Hulk Hogan defeated King Kong Bundy in a steel cage match with Bobby Heenan in his corner. The next event, WrestleMania 3, was really big and simply put was because not only was it a title match, but it was also Andre's undefeated streak. Well, for, for many years, they called Andre the Giant the greatest wrestler of all time because of how he was a big attraction. And he had, because of being a big-time attraction and only showing up a few times a year, he was undefeated for 15 years. So, even though they didn't put it a streak versus title match, like they would do today, that that was really what it that's really what it boiled down to was to see how he would um he made you want to see this match to see if he would lose or not. It was such a big um deal that they drew ninety three thousand one hundred and seventy three people to see them in this match. And unlike the year before, it was just in one, uh, just in one city. I think they usually put the city and state at the top of this. Hmm. Okay, I didn't even realize this. Third, this is the third WrestleMania... And I, I didn't even realize this before. This is always because of thinking of the main event most of the time. This in this was the event where Alice Cooper went out to the ring with Jake Roberts for Jake Roberts' match with the Honky Tonk Man. And I don't know how, but instead of instead of one turning babyface and one turning heel. They both stayed the same uh, role, but it's like they switched positions. And I really don't know what that means, but um, I think what happened was somehow he went lower on the card than he needed to be, Jake, and Honky Tonk Man went higher by facing him. Or something like that. Because I believe that's what happened. But anyway. I just wanted to mention that and then say what happened.
Aretha Franklin was the vocalist. Um, Bob Uecker did the ring announcing for the main event. And the commentary team. Um, they had guest commentators like it was a six-man tag team match at Mary Hart do the commentary. Bobby Heenan did commentary for the Dream Team against Rujo Brothers. Bruno Monsoon was doing the commentary along with Jesse Ventura throughout the entire pay-per-view. Bob Uecker commentated during the mixed tag team and six-man tag team match. Matches, excuse me. Yeah, they did some great things right here. Um, yeah, it was in Dro Detroit, Michigan, Pontiac Silverdome. So let's get to the matches itself. Cat Am Connection. A uh, team of Rick Martel and Tom Zink beat Magnificent Morocco and Bob Orton Jr. with Mr. Fuji at 5 minutes and 37 seconds. 7 minutes and 44 seconds, but Billy Jack Haynes and Hercules wrestled their fought to a double countout. Haiti Kid, Hillbilly Jim, and Little Beaver defeated King Kong Bundy, Little Tokyo, and Lord Littlebrook by disqualification when Bundy, I think, hit a move on one of his opponents that were, um, that was a midget. That was against the rules. So bad that even his own tactic partners came against him. In a loser must bow match, King Harley Race beat the Junkyard Dog. Harley Race had both Bobby Heenan and the Fabulous Moolah in his corner. Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine, Zeno Bravo and Johnny Valiant in his in their corner, defeated the Rougeau brothers. Row Rowdy Roddy Piper, this is not just a hair versus hair match. This was considered his retirement match at the time. This was the first time he took a break. And he said in real life that the reason he took a break, and actually probably he was considered retired for a long time, because there was, was because the territories were going down and there was no there were no new territories coming up. So because he went to every other territory the West to go to and he didn't he was taught never to overstay your welcome he decided to walk away. And that's when he made that movie that had to that had to do with Reaganomics, I believe. And it was a very successful movie, I believe. To the when he he had lived I've come here for two things. That's the Chew bubblegum and kick butt. I'm all out of bubblegum. It was so popular that when Hot Rod died, Dean Ambrose used that quote in his promo that night when they were honoring him on Raw. Hmm. 
And Buddy Piper beat Adrian Adonis with the sleeper hold. And uh, Jimmy Hart was managing Adrian Adonis, so he was in Adrian's corner. And I believe, yeah, Bruno Sammartino, uh, no, not Bruno Sammartino, Bruce Beefcake had just turned, uh, I'm guessing he turned Babyface. We came out, we took the first team, man, woke up Roddy Piper so he wouldn't lose the match, and then when he beat Adrian Adonis, Brutus t did the honors of clip of cutting his hair for Roddy, or for Roddy Piper. Okay, in the next match, Dangerous Danny Davis and the Hart Foundation, Red Hart and Jim Nighthart with Jimmy Hart in their corner, defeated the British Bulldogs and Dynamite, and Tito Santana, excuse me. Butch Reed with Slick, Coco Beware, Ricky Steamboat with George Animal Steel, defeated Randy Savage to win the Intercontinental title. Funky Talk Man, this is what happened. He beat Jake Roberts, and I guess the the storyline and the way the match went, it may, it, I think, what Jake Roberts was talking about in his DVD when he spoke about this was when they went through with that match, it put them... It made them switch positions, and he did not mean that he became a good guy or bad guy, and Honky Tonk Man became a good guy. He meant that he meant that whatever spot he was on, Honky Tonk Man took that, and he took Honky Tonk Man's spot. He said he didn't think anybody, he didn't think any that ever happened before that time, so. So, do you know anybody actually switched positions before they did? And then the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov with Slick defeated the Killer Bees by disqualification. Honky Tonk Man, no, I'm sorry, Hulk Hogan, def after 15 years, he ended Andre the Giant's undefeated, undefeated record by body slamming him and hitting him with the leg drop, scoring the pinfall. Okay. Okay, the wrestling classic was uh, after the first WrestleMania. I just felt because of the time I have left, I just thought I would talk about this. What made the reason they called it the main event or the wrestling event or classic wrestling classic 
because it was a 16-man tournament, and the winner won some type of cash prize. Let's see. Adrian Adonis in a first-round match via Corporal Kirchner. Dynamite Kid defeated Nikolai Volkov. Randy Savage defeated Ivan Putsky. Ricky Steamboat defeated Davy Boy Smith by forfeit. Junkyard Dog defeated the Iron Sheik. Moondog Spot defeated Terry Funk by countout. Tito Santana defeated the Magnificent Morocco. Paul Orndorff defeated Bob Orton Jr. by DQ or disqualification. Dynamite Kid defeated Adrian Adonis. Randy Savage defeated Ricky Steamboat. Junkyard Dog defeated Moondog Spot. Tito Santana fought Paul Orndorff to a double countout. Hulk Hogan defeated Roddy Piper by qualification to keep the heavyweight title. Randy Savage defeated Dynamite Kid in the semifinal. And then in the tournament finals, Junkyard Dog defeated Randy Savage by count out. Okay. Okay, they didn't they decided not to have pay per view after WrestleMania two. That's interesting. So let's see what happened after WrestleMania three. After WrestleMania three was the first ever Survivor series. So that's that's actually my favorite. That's actually was always been my favorite pay per view. So let's talk about the first one before you even go to the fourth uh, WrestleMania. Brutus Beefcake, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Randy Savage, and Ricky Steamboat defeated Dangerous Danny Davis, Harley Race, Hercules. Hawking Talk Man and Ron Bass with Bobby Heenan in their, and Jimmy Hart in their corner. And Miss Elizabeth was in Beefcake, Steamboat, Thav- Savage, Duggan, and Robert's corner. The Fabulous Moolah, the Jumping Bomb Angels, Rockin' Robin, and Velvet McIntyre defeated Dawn Marie, not that Dawn Marie, Donna Christianello. Glamour Girls and Sensational Sherry, Jimmy Hart in their corner. And the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid, the Killer Bees, the Fabulous Frujos, Strike Force and the Young Stallions, defeated the Bolsheviks, Demolition, the Dream Team, Art Foundation. And the Islanders, who had Bobby Heenan, Mr. Fuji, Jimmy Hart, Johnny Dalland, and Slick in their corner. In the next match, Andre the Giant, Butch Reed, King Kong Bundy, One Man Game, and Rick Rude, with Bobby Heenan and Slick in their corner, defeated Bam Bam Bigelow, Don Morocco, Hulk Hogan, Ken Patera, and Paul Orndorff. Oliver 
Humperdinck in their corner. Now, talk about the Survivor Series elimination matches. Um, the first match, Jim Duggan, uh, Harley Race were both counted out. Ron Bass was eliminated by British Beefcake after he got hit with a high knee by Beefcake. Beefcake was hit with the shake, rattle, and roll and was eliminated by the Honky Tonk Man. Danny Davis was hit with the DDT. He was pinned by Jake Roberts. Hercules was hit with the top rope elbow drop and was eliminated by Savage. And the Honky Tonk Man just left the ring because of all the people that uh, were outnumbering him in the, in the match. This, the survivors were Savage, Roberts, and Steamboat. In the second match, Donna Christianella was eliminated by Velvet McIntyre with a victory roll. Don Marie was eliminated by Rockin' Robin with who, who pinned her with a running crossbody. Rockin' Robin was pinned after a vertical suplex by Sensational Sherry. Judy Martin eliminated Moolah after a double clothesline with Kai. Sherry was eliminated by Velvet McIntyre after, with a victory roll. McIntyre was eliminated by Lilani Kai after being pinned after Velvet McIntyre hit Lavani Kai. No, Lavani Kai hit McIntyre with an electric chair drop and then pinned her to eliminate her. Then, Itsuki Yamazaki hit a flying cross body on Lavani Kai and eliminated her. Then, Judy Martin uh, pinned, was pinned by Nora Yo. Rio Tatino after she was hit by a flying sit-out clothesline by Norio. Then, in the tag team elimination match, but by, the, by the way, this is one team gets pinned, one team member gets pinned, the whole tag team gets eliminated. After a flying forearm, Tito Santana Eliminated Boris Zukov of the Bolsheviks. Axe defeated Shockrage Rujo. Um, after he pinned um, Jacques after Jacques missed the Diamond Cross body. So that eliminated the Fabulous Rujos. Um, Smash got disqualified after he hit the referee. So that eliminated demolition. Strike Force was eliminated by Jim Neidhart when Jim Neidhart pinned Tito Santana after uh, pinfall after Hart broke up a pinfall attempt. Dynamite Kid was eliminated by Haku after he hit Dynamite Kid the survive kick, so it was British Bulldogs who got eliminated. 
Dream Team next got um, eliminated when Grant Valentine was pinned in a sunset flip due to a sunset flip by, of all people, Paul Rome of the Young Stallions. Bret Hart was Bret Hart was pinned by Jim Brunzel. So the Hart Foundation were eliminated after after uh, Tama knocked over Brunzel, who had Hart in his arms and rolled through with Hart um, to a pinfall. And then D. Brian Blair hit a sunset flip on Tama to eliminate the Islanders. So the Killer Bees and the Young Stallions survived that. Butch Reed was eliminated by Hulk Hogan. One Man Gang eliminated Ken Patera. Paul Orndorff was eliminated by Rick Rude. Um, Don Morocco was eliminated by One Man Gang. Hulk Hogan counted out after Bundy and One Man Gang prevented Hogan from re-entering the ring. And Bigelow eliminated Bundy after a slingshot. And One Man Gang was eliminated by Bigelow after a Miss 747 splash by One Man Gang. And then, Bigelow was pinned by Andre the Giant after a butterfly suplex. That's... Hold on. Okay, that's all... Um... That's all that I see from... Survivor Series, first Survivor Series, let's see. The next pay-per-view is WrestleMania 4, so I need to watch, um, Clash of the Champions, because I already saw the fourth WrestleMania. So that's going to be my next episode. Thank you, and goodbye. Hello, this is Daniel Vayon with Daniel Vayon's Views of Wrestling Sports, Movies, no, sports, wrestling, TV shows, sports and movies. And thank you for letting me use this app or service for free. Because it helps me out a lot. It helps me focus on just recording. Goodbye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.